This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, August 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Another shortage on the Colorado. T.J. Cox hit with fraud charges and Midwest vulnerable to extreme heat. Feds extend Colorado River drought deadline. Yesterday marked a critical deadline for parties along the lower Colorado River to deliver an agreement over voluntary water cutbacks to the Bureau of Reclamation. Without an agreement at hand, the agency extended the deadline and again declared a shortage for the water year. This means Arizona will lose 21% of its allocation, followed by Nevada and New Mexico. No cuts will come to California. Mike Wade, executive director of the California Farm Water Coalition, applauded the tremendous effort underway from California's irrigation district in protecting agriculture amid calls for cutbacks. Wade said collaborative partners will be vitally important at addressing the long-term supply issues. California Republicans push Newsom to raise Shasta Dam. California's Republican delegation in Congress is urging Governor Newsom to stop opposing the enlargement of Shasta Dam. In a letter to Newsom, the lawmakers argue the additional 600,000 acre feet of storage would support the governor's new goals for expanding the state's water capacity. They claimed that no objective scientific analysis has shown it would affect wild trout on the McLeod River. They write that, quote, all viable surface water storage projects should be pursued and that enlarging Shasta Dam would be the most cost-effective of the water projects under construction. Now, remember, in 2020, then-Attorney General Xavier Becerra led an effort to block the Westlands Water District from performing an environmental review for the project. The state argued the California Wild and Scenic Rivers Act prohibits agencies of the state from impacting the free flows of the McLeod River. Legislature confirms Henderson to lead DPR. The Senate yesterday unanimously confirmed Governor Newsom's appointment of Julie Henderson to direct the Department of Pesticide Regulation. Henderson has already served as acting director for more than a year. Prior to that, she held a role in public policy at Cal EPA for four years. This is an exciting time for DPR and the state as a whole, said Henderson. I'm honored to be part of this important work. Former House Ag member hit with fraud charges. A federal indictment unsealed yesterday shows T.J. Cox, a California Democrat whose one term in Congress included time of the House Ag Committee, facing now 28 counts of fraud. The Department of Justice release uh, says Cox had been charged with 15 counts of wire fraud, 11 counts of money laundering, one count of financial institution fraud, and one count of campaign contribution fraud. Department of Justice alleges Cox, quote, perpetrated multiple fraud schemes targeting companies he was affiliated with and their clients and vendors. Cox created unauthorized off-the-books bank accounts and diverted client and company money into those accounts, though false representation, pretense, and promises. All told, the alleged fraud totals $1.7 million between 2013 and 18. 
Cox served one term in Congress after unseating incumbent Rep- Republican David Valadeo in 2018, only for Valadeo to reclaim that seat in 2020. Carbon capture and storage get more incentive in IRA. The nearly $20 billion in the $379 billion Inflation Reduction Act for on-farm conservation and technical assistance has gotten a lot of attention for its potential to hasten climate-smart ag practices. But the Inflation Reduction Act also is investing heavily in carbon capture and sequestration that to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. At least three CCS pipelines are planned in the Midwest that to transfer liquid carbon dioxide from ethanol plants to sequestration sites. The IRA increases the 45Q tax credit for each ton of carbon dioxide sequestered from $50 up to $85. For Summit Carbon Solutions, which has said it will sequester 12 million tons a year, well, that would be an increase from $600 million to about a billion dollars annually. There's also a new way to claim the benefit through a tax refund instead going through the more onerous process of qualifying for their uh, for the tax credit. And the upshot? Well, it's clear that one of the goals of the act is for the U.S. government to spur the growth of carbon capture, utilization, and storage, encouraging additional investment and wider application and adoption of carbon capture projects, lawyers at the McDermott Law Firm said in an analysis. Midwest especially vulnerable to extreme heat, new report says. The number of counties experiencing at least one day a year of temperatures above 125 degrees, well, that'll grow by nearly 2,000% by 2053. It's according to a new analysis from the nonprofit research group, the First Street Edition. The group concluded that more than 100 million Americans will have to deal with extreme danger days in 30 years, up from about 8 million now, and said most of those people will be in an extreme heat belt stretching north from the northern border of Texas and Louisiana through Iowa, Indiana, and Illinois. Many locations likely to bear the brunt of the increases in extreme danger over the next 30 years are concentrated inland and in the industrial Midwest and not necessarily in the deep south or west, the report said. States that are a part of the extreme heat belt generally do not benefit from the coastal breezes that help to keep the southwest, southeast, and east coast from hitting these extreme temperatures currently, the report said. You can read about California bills on extensive heat in the AgriPulse West newsletter that will hit inboxes later this morning. Well, finally, here's today's He Said It. The law speaks to you. That Senate Assembly Ag Chair Andreas Burgess honoring Caitlin Peterson, who served as a Senate fellow in his office and readily looked to understanding California laws. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, August 17th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.